Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, and the global community of women in high school sports. You heard me say many times, these are four great organizations that you should really add to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. We're going to give our sponsors a shout out. These are all companies that I used as an athletic director or as a head football coach. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to thank Gipper for their support of the podcast. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution for us. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to start creating world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. Your student-athletes are on social media, and if you're not, you're really missing out. Go to Gipper.com, mention this podcast. Uh, they're going to show you how to start celebrating your teams and promoting your athletes. It's professional graphic design made simple. Go to Gipper.com for more information. We also want to thank Home Campus. Go to homecampus.com. They are the exclusive high school and student-athlete uh, information management platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, uh, athlete eligibility, coaches clearance, and a whole lot more. As an AD, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great, and you'll love it too. For more information, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Go to their website, vitalsignswalloffame.com. Mention this podcast, and you'll get a great discount on their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to display your school records, your school's Hall of Fame, or your school's proudest moments. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Don't forget to mention this podcast. We also want to say thank you to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Hometown is digital ticketing that offers more, more support, more security, more customization. Go with the leader. Go with hometownticketing.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. That's the website. And check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. Of course, there's SnapRaise, the best fundraising platform out there. We used it with great success, and so can you. But you have Snap Manage, Snap Store, Snap Connect, and a whole lot more. You can find them all at SnapRaise.com. That's SnapRaise.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to SidelineInteractive.com. Check out their products and schedule a live web demo to see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Their products not only generate income for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way that you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, and it was just great. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids up to their highest level. 
go to huddle.com. Um, change the way you see the game and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 8 million users. Turn your school into a huddle school. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Uh, they're going to show you how they can create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student-athletes. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys connects you with the 2%, but they also connect you with the 98% that supports your program. That's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Start taking the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We have back what we like to call a friend of the show, uh, Molly Tomlinson. Molly uh, was a guest on the podcast. She also joined our Wednesday Wisdom team, I'm going to say late last spring, early summer. And she's back again. Uh, we're recording this on September 8th, so it's going to be very timely by the time you listen to it. Uh, Molly, you and I were talking about how crazy it is uh, with the start of the school, but hey, welcome back to Wednesday Wisdom. Thanks, Jake, and thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Absolutely. Uh, um, again, you've you've been on this before, and uh, I, I didn't mention this uh, when we were not recording. You know, your other Wednesday Wisdom was one of our highest rated ever. So uh, apparently our listeners like what you have. So what do you have for us this week on Wednesday Wisdom? Well, that's awesome news. Thanks for sharing that with me. Um, well, today I'm excited to uh, share the topic of try something new. You won't regret it. Um, I think sometimes the idea of trying something new is attached to the fact that you have to reinvent the wheel, but it's not. And so I'm, I'm trying to kind of convince people to uh, step out of your comfort zone a little bit and think about the current things you have in place amongst your programs, amongst your school, amongst your athletes and coaches, and think about something that you've always wanted to change, or maybe something that could be revamped a little bit. Um, I'm going to go through some examples today, what we've done here at Deerfield High School in Illinois, um, but I'm hoping that that can kind of maybe jumpstart an idea for you to look at um, something in your school that maybe you could improve or start something new. So my first, um, my first event that we did something new here in the fall, and we're going to continue each season, um, is we call it a warrior nation night. I feel like more and more schools are doing, um, a showcase night to showcase all of their, this example is with fall sports and not just your kind of traditional football scrimmage, um, before week one of football in the fall. So our warrior nation night, we tried something new this year, didn't have any idea what to expect in terms of spectators or um, participation amongst the athletes. But what we did was we took all 11 of our fall programs and we created a night to showcase every single one of those programs. Um, so all in all is about a, a three to four hour night um, starting at 4 p.m. And the night began with the two sports that are the trickiest to hold at our stadium and that's swimming and tennis. And so beginning of the night, we invited everyone to go by our tennis courts in our um, Olympic-sized beautiful swimming pool, um, which is kind of in the in the same 
this kind of general area. And it was kind of an open house, just kind of go see a, a practice. Uh, our, our coaches were holding practices and little inner squad scrimmages, and people were welcome to come by and watch those. And then they filtered into the stadium where they would showcase the rest of our fall sports. So we had our golfers on the turf. They were, they were chipping, they were putting a little bit, um, not driving completely, but I have some ideas for next year already to make it even better. We had our volleyball team scrimmage on portable nets um, on our turf field. Uh, we had our field hockey team scrimmage, our boys soccer team, our cheer and dance teams did a performance together. Um, and then it did culminate in our traditional football scrimmage with our officials um, and everything like that. But it just was a nice sense of community that night. That was one of our goals. We wanted to recognize more of our athletes, but we wanted to bring the community together um, and that and showcase what we have to offer. So our goals, we felt like were met. We had a food truck there. We had some, a shaved ice truck there. So we tried to kind of make it fun and inviting to everybody. Um, and it ended up being a great night. You know, we, we don't want to just do it for the fall as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to try something new in the winter and do a warrior nation night for our winter sports and then continue in the spring as well. So, um, you know, afterwards, I think it's really important with any of these that I'm going to kind of give examples of to always debrief with the major stakeholders, but also people that attended. So community members, booster club members, it's always nice to get a good pulse of, Hey, how did you think that event went? What could make it better? I, I created a simple survey, a feedback survey that people could, could fill out just to give us that data, that raw data, so that we know things that we can improve. The first time, right, there's a first time for everything. It's never going to be perfect, um, but it's always, always nice to kind of get a sense of how others enjoyed it because your perspective is only one perspective. So, so it's nice to hear from others as well. So that's something that we were excited about um, to start you know, a new tradition here at Deerfield. Um, something new that we started last year was um, a Title IX event. So last year was the 50th um, anniversary right. celebrating Title IX. And so what we did was we, we essentially um, created what ended up being almost like an alumni event and invited all of the um, female athletes that went through our hallways and played on our fields and competed in our swimming pools. And we invited them to come back for a Friday night um, basketball game night. And we had a girls gymnastics meet and a girls swim meet. I'm sorry, a boys swim meet that evening. So we tried to find a Friday that had a lot of home events going on to invite these former athletes back. And so that night briefly kind of looked like the athletes coming back. We gave them a tour of the facilities um, so that they could see some things that hopefully have changed, some things that maybe have stayed a little bit the same and, and they could um, feel nostalgic as they kind of walked around um, our camp. Campus. And, and it was actually pretty cool listening to their stories um, in terms of things that they remembered um, from their days here, here at Deerfield. So we gave them a tour. Then we took them to our cafeteria where we had a nice um, kind of like a banquet style dinner, um, a nice uh, presentation, like a slideshow, slideshow presentation of, of pictures from when, when these female athletes competed, um, you know, back in the day. We had our principal um, speak. We had um, a guest speaker, one of our former uh, female ADs actually come speak and, and do a, a short speech. And I also did a short speech as well, um, just commemorating, commemorating what Title IX means, where we've come from, where we are, where we still have to go. And then after the dinner and that banquet, 
um, then we encouraged everyone to go to check out the girls gymnastics meet, check out the swim meet, and then go to the basketball game where at halftime we had a speech commemorating title nine. We had all of the athletes on the gym floor, took a picture, and it was just a really nice night to honor, um, you know, something bigger than sports. So that was, that was a really um, popular event, um, something that we would like to continue to do. Um, and, and yeah, something that we started that was, we were a little bit nervous about, but have no regrets doing. Um, I'm going to skip to my next thing that we're actually doing literally right now. We're starting something new and we're just going to, going to go with it. So we're lucky at our stadium field that we have a beautiful video scoreboard. That video scoreboard allows us to play videos um, and have different things um, that we can put up on our scoreboard in addition to just the score. So what the athletic director and myself decided to do was we reached out to all of our coaches, our head coaches, and we said, hey, here is a document that has um, probably had 15 to 20 different um, sayings about sportsmanship. The whole idea was it was surrounded by sportsmanship. So some of the, um, some of the things were about being respectful towards the officials. Some of the messages were about being respectful to opposing teams, to each other. Some were about spectator behavior. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to pinpoint all the important pieces of what we want on our campus. We want people to feel welcome. We want officials to feel supported. We want players to feel safe. So we created statements where we want our student athletes then to record a video of them saying those statements. And then our goal is to then play those on our video scoreboard during the, the downtime of soccer games and field hockey games and football games so that our students and our, our fans and our parents and our booster club members can hear our students talking about proper behavior, right? And peers can hear their peers talking about, hey, we, we want to talk to officials in a positive manner um, instead of, you know, a lot of states are struggling with just getting officials, period, right? So we're trying to figure out what would what could we start to, to hopefully continue to support those officials so that, you know, we don't, you know, continue to get games canceled where we literally don't have officials officiating our games. Um, so those sportsmanship videos have actually been pretty cool. Um, the coaches have been really on board with them. We're lucky here that we really, um, we, we feel like we have a teamwork kind of aspect um, and kind of way that we run things. And, and the coaches were all on board and, and a lot of them have already sent us videos. So something new, and, and we're hoping that we can, you know, do these uh, uh, again, right? We can do these in the winter where we can maybe have them in our gym. We don't have a cool video scoreboard in our gym, but we could even just have the audio played of those important messages to our fans. Um, so I wanted to make sure I shared that, something exciting and new. Um, something new also in the last couple of years that we're really proud of has to do with athletics, um, but also mental health. You know, mental health is at the forefront of pretty much everybody's lives, I feel like, um, since COVID hit, right? So there's a um, nonprofit organization called Morgan's Message. Um, and literally, if you if you just Google Morgan's Message, I, I encourage you to check it out. And it is um, an organization that is in place. Um, it was actually 
think created back in 2016 after unfortunately a female uh, Duke lacrosse player took her own life because she was really de dealing with a lot of mental health issues. And her parents and friends and former teammates created more, and her name was Morgan. And so they created Morgan's message. And Morgan's message is now, um, has really been adopted by many high schools and colleges across the nation. And it's just really a group to um, hold various games, hold various meetings in their school um, with student athletes, but it really could be with anybody in your school um, to talk about various aspects of mental health, right? How to take better care of ourselves, um, how nutrition affects our mental health, how sleep impacts that and things like that. So we actually were presented to this by a student, a brave student that came to, to the athletic office and asked if we could be an ambassador and support Morgan's message in our high school. And it's awesome. You know, that that's kind of an easy yes to that student. How can you say no, no to something like that? So something that we do um, in terms of making that known to the community that Morgan's message exists, but that we support, you know, everyone and everyone's going through something. Um, we do dedication games. And so last year we did a dedication swim meet and we did a girls lacrosse dedication game where we sold t-shirts that said, you know, mental health matters, uh, taking a shot at mental health. Um, and we created different messages about mental health at halftime that we would share over the PA um, and give out different stickers and um, a different a pamphlet that had different resources for both our students inside school, but also external resources where if they are struggling with something that they have somewhere to go. Um, so that was kind of cool. Something we're, you know, really proud of that, especially anything that's student-led just seems very, very powerful, right? So if you have the opportunity to start something new and a student wants to do that, I just encourage you as, as administrators to try to do your best to make that happen. They came to your office for a reason. So you want to make sure that you, you know, you give them the support that, that they deserve. So we're really proud of that. And I think my very last start something new example, I could probably go on and on, um, is our Hall of Fame. So Deerfield High School was built in 1959, and we surprisingly do not have an athletic Hall of Fame. So my athletic director spearheaded this movement to create the Hall of Fame. So maybe as you're listening to this, you're an athletic director, yet you're like, yep, we already have a Hall of Fame. I already know this. But think about some things that maybe you could do with your Hall of Fame. For example, some schools are creating an electronic Hall of Fame. So maybe you have a physical space in your school, which is something we're looking to do. But we're also doing some research to maybe making um, that Hall of Fame more electronic. And that can also um, kind of be filtered into all of our sports. And you have alumni that come to your school and they want to see, oh, who was all conference in year 1972? Um, what team won state in 1977? And so we're kind of doing our research and gathering data to figure out what is the best way to showcase our Hall of Fame? How do we do this as the very first class, right? That's huge. Um, so we created a committee. Um, we had, you know, various meetings. Um, we had nominations, of course, for Hall of Fame members. And for the first time, that was very difficult, I felt, I felt like, right? Because 
being created in 1959, you're trying to almost catch up, right, with all of the amazing athletic accolades that have happened as we sit here now in 2023. So we decided to um, make 10 inductees of this first class, second class, and the third class so we can hopefully catch up with some of those, you know, deserving former coaches and student athletes and teams. Um, and then from there on out, we'll probably end up doing three inductees, you know, every class from, from there. So we're working with our branding team to figure out what, what space in our in our school would be best for that Hall of Fame wall, um, as well as a, a potential electronic version of that in the future. You know, that is something that costs money, but we feel as if a lot of schools are going towards that um, and might really be beneficial to everybody. Because bottom line around here, we're, we're losing space for our trophies and our plaques on our walls and things like that. So, you know, I think it is going to come to come to that. And it might be a nice thing, you know, with AI and everything that these days you click on that screen, you can find all the pictures that you were in and all the yearbooks, you know, throughout your, your high school years. So, so we're excited about that, you know, still um, in the, the planning stages, um, but we're really lucky that we have a lot of alumni who are supporting this movement and can't wait for our Hall of Fame dinner um, in, in December. So, so yeah, so I wanted to share some, some new things that we've tried. And I think ultimately, why, why are these things important? Because we're here to recognize athletes. We're here to support them. We're here to support our coaches too. Our coaches really wanted to do that Warrior Nation night. So it's not just about football. So we said, absolutely, why not? And so, you know, I think it you can discover some really cool things that your kids have to offer, some cool things your coaches have ideas about, um, and, and some things that really you can put in place to make your programs even better. It's not about starting over. It's not about, you know, reinventing the wheel. It's about looking at, to see what you have currently and how can you make that better? Um, and, and I feel like we're doing that, you know, as athletic directors, we should be learning every single day. This is only my fourth year in this position, whether it's your fourth year or 40th year, there's always something new that we can be learning. So I think as you're, you know, we're, you know, athletes and we're, we're students of the game still, even as athletic directors. So just kind of think about that and whatever you feel like could be, you know, could need a little facelift. I was just encourage you to do it. And it, you're not on your own. All of those events that I, I mentioned, it's not as if I did those by myself. You know, you find your team, you find your committees, you find your people, and you know who those people are in your building. You rely on them and you work together with them. They might even have some cool ideas too to, you know, rejuvenate that event as well. So you're not alone. Reach out, um, start something new. And I just encourage you that when you do when you do it, you'll probably find out more things that, that can make your programs better. Boy, what a, a ton of great suggestions. I want to review those real quickly uh, because every single one was a winner. Uh, your sports night, your warrior night. Um, we did that in a smaller way. I just love the way that you expanded on it. And at the same time, you talked about keeping that message concise. Uh, the title line celebration, you, you, you used my words, which I stole from somebody else. I'm sure that, you know, Hey, we want to celebrate what we've done, but, uh, we got a long way to go. Uh, the sportsmanship video, having that video scoreboard, uh, is just huge. And you mentioned the coaches, uh, but also you got the student athletes involved. And, and I think hearing it from the kids is much more impactful. We had a student, um, 
public address announcer for all of our varsity games and to have that student lead the sportsmanship message over the PA instead of the cranky old athletic director. Uh, I think it was much more effective. Uh, I had never heard of Morgan's message. That's great. You probably saw me scribbling that down. I'm going to reach out to them. We got to get them on the podcast. And you, you came up with another crucial point for ADs. When that student comes to your office or coaches with an idea uh, I mean, student-led initiatives are, I'm not going to say always, but almost always the best ones you're going to come up with. So good for that student and good for you guys. And then on the Hall of Fame, um, you, know, you kind of outlined, uh, I think, you know, those basic steps. If you're just starting out or even if you've had one for a while, that one of the challenges is recognizing um, those teams and those individuals from those early days. Uh, I, I think y'all probably have a nice breakdown if you want to do um, like the first 25 years, the second 25 years, and then currently, or even, you know, break it down into four groups. And, and hopefully you never have to, although I know we do sometimes, uh, hopefully you never have to honor someone posthumously. You know, you can get them while they're still there to appreciate, you know, the honor and the recognition and, uh, Oh, by the way, those uh, teams, those players were pretty good back in the day. Uh, for our listeners, we didn't even mention this. You know, Molly is the assistant athletic director. She's doing all this stuff as the assistant AD uh, at Deerfield High School in Deerfield, Illinois. She also just took on a brand new role, uh, you know, head coach for the girls flag football team. Uh, Molly, uh, and she would she did this on one of her previous segments. She's a gipper guru okay she's the social media guru for deerfield uh, athletics molly uh if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain on any one of these topics what's the best way they can get a hold of you yeah i would definitely if you want to pick my brain but also if you have suggestions like if you have a hall of fame that you're so proud of i'm so open to knowing more about that and would love to know um so if you you know, literally, if you Google Deerfield High School Athletics, you're going to find all that we have to offer and my contact information. But my email address, my direct email address is M-T-O-M-L-I-N-S-O-N at D as in dog, I-S-T 113.org. Reach out with anything. Hey, Molly Tomlinson, Deerfield High School. Thanks so much for uh, sharing with us on Wednesday Wisdom and all the best uh, with the fall season and with that uh, fledgling flag football team. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Thanks for having me. Hey, for our listeners, we do this every single Wednesday and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. Of course, we appreciate you listening. Come back next Wednesday for another great Wednesday Wisdom segment and just about every day for new content on the Educational Lady Podcast. We'll see you next time. Boy, what a great presentation from Molly Tomlinson, Deerfield High School. Make sure you look her up. Tremendous resource. And uh, before we go, we want to give our sponsors a shout out. Molly was talking about a Hall of Fame. If you're thinking about a Hall of Fame, you need to go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive um, uh, touchscreen consoles. It's a great way to display your school's Hall of Fame, your school record boards, or just tell more compelling stories about your school. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Make sure you mention you heard it on this podcast. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com, start creating world-class content for your school's social media channel. That's Gipper, 
snapmobile.com. We want to say thanks to Snap Mobile, home of Snap Raise and a lot of other platforms. Snap Raise is hands down the best fundraising platform out there. Go to snapraise.com for more information. We want to say thanks to Huddle. As a football coach, I used Huddle. As an AD, we were a Huddle school. Go to huddle.com to get started. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. If you're looking to connect with your parents and your student athletes, really connect, go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to help you take the pulse of your parents and student athletes. Home Campus is the exclusive uh, high school association and student athlete eligibility platform for us. Go to homecampus.com to find out all the things that they can do for you. Speaking of home, Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com to find out more information. That's hometownticketing.com. And Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was a Sideline Interactive indoor score table for our gym. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to find out about their great products. Thanks again for listening to this segment of uh, Wednesday Wisdom. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.